little empath heart was feeling heavy. There was a lot of emotions weighing down on me. And at first, I wasn't really able to define the emotions. I just felt really down and I would cry a lot and it didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, on the surface, I was fine. I'm healthy. I'm okay. I'm, I have the privilege of a safe place to quarantine and, and hunker down as all of this passes, but it was really overwhelming. And to be honest, the old me would have just smoked a joint or gotten real drunk, perhaps both, and just totally ignored it. Today's version of me knows better. And I decided instead to get curious and find healing through how I was feeling. Welcome back to the Direct Your Vibe podcast. I'm your host and director of vibes, Leslie Schultz. Today's episode is a solo cast, and I want to talk to you about something that's been weighing heavy on my heart for quite a few weeks now. I received this download long before the global pandemic unfolded, and now just feels like the perfect time to talk about it. So today I want to talk to you about toxic positivity, also heard frequently as good vibes only or positive vibes only. And first of all, I want to have a little bit of a confession here that I am just as guilty as anybody for using this phrase and perhaps even spreading the toxicity of it by accident. You see, this concept of toxic positivity can lead us to believe that staying positive is the right way and the only way to live. It pushes you to focus on only positive things, which means you'd have to reject anything else that could possibly trigger a negative emotion. I'm here to say, fuck that noise. Positivity is important, and of course, I've shared so many tools with you to help you find that positive mindset, but finding a positive mindset and directing your vibe towards positivity does not mean ignoring the reality that negative emotions and experiences exist, especially right now. There is no right way to be or to feel, and that rings so, so true more than ever right now. So again, when I talk about directing your vibe and raising your frequency, I want to use this moment to make sure you know that it does not mean to just try not to have low vibe energy or emotions because they drag you down. This mentality is not only a truly unhealthy way to live, but it completely invalidates a crucial aspect of the human experience, which is the fact that feeling our emotions is necessary. So whatever feelings are coming up for you right now or at a time in the distant future, be it shame, grief, anxiety, or joy, bliss, and pleasure, it all shows up to guide us to the root of what's going on inside at a deeper level. All of it matters. All of it is important. When a feeling surfaces and we respond by saying, oh, I just, I shouldn't feel this way. It's essentially a punishment or judgment on ourselves that we should only be experiencing positive emotions. And to take this one step deeper, it also just tells ourselves that some emotions are positive and some are negative. When the truth of the matter is, all emotions across the entire spectrum serve a purpose. And instead of shaming ourselves about how we feel or how we should feel, we should actually stop labeling these emotions. Because here's what happens, my friends. When you fall into the trap of, oh, I just, I shouldn't feel this way, you totally invalidate a human experience that is unfolding to show you an answer or a truth. You're trying to rationalize and analyze with your mind something that is actually happening inside your emotional body. 
You give yourself permission to completely avoid the work of actually getting to the root of the problem that may be rising up, which means you miss out on an opportunity to heal it. You completely neglect your body's wisdom and natural method of giving you information about where you need to heal. And ultimately, you end up punishing or shaming yourself for feeling something that is 100% a normal human emotion to experience. The good news is that with this new awareness, you can reframe the way you experience your emotions. Moving forward from this moment, you can shift your perspective with me to acknowledge that all emotions are neutral. Say it with me, all emotions are neutral. No good, no bad. Stop labeling them. I understand that some of those emotions that are coming up, especially right now, are uncomfortable as fuck. But believe it or not, they are equally as valuable as the ones that feel incredible because those feelings are where your body signals us to heal. For example, anxiety, it shows up to shine a light upon where you need to wake up. Anger and resentment, that shows up to show you where someone has crossed a boundary that you either never set or did not actually hold strong to. Discomfort shows you where your edges are and where opportunities for growth or expansion exist within you. Exhaustion shows up to make light of where you need to restructure your life for more ease and alignment. Here's the thing, our bodies are smarter than us. Our spirits are even more wise. Our highest self knows this we're often too clouded with toxic positivity to witness the truth. Feelings, all of them, they are all portals to the answers. So think about this for a second. How has this shown up for you in your life? It's okay. for me, I've been experiencing all of the emotions, every single one on the entire spectrum, sometimes all of them in one day, (laughs) from joy and gratitude for my health and safety to grief, sadness, despair for all that's going on in the world. It's been a lot. And that's a big part of why I wanted to talk about this. Because you see, as an empath, I feel things very deeply. And in the past, I didn't really know how to process these emotions in a healthy way. In fact, The old me, just a few years ago, would turn to distractions such as smoking weed or drinking a lot of alcohol to ignore the emotions or to find a better way to feel right away. And I didn't know that I was doing that. It was just the go-to thing of what I did. The old me suppressed a lot of emotions instead of recognizing them as tools or guidance to a deeper healing. And that's why I want to talk about this today. And I hope that it can help you to see your emotions in a different light and work through them in a healthy way. Over the past two or three years, I've taken myself through a lot of personal development and healing, most of which are where all the lessons that I share with you on this podcast come from. One of the most important tools I've learned in this process is how to recognize, truly feel into, and release my emotions in a healthy way. I want to share this process because I've been using it for a while and I really hope that it helps you and maybe you'll try it, see what pieces of it work for you, and just run with it. So for example, 
I shared that this past week I've been feeling all the emotions. I've had multiple emotional breakdowns in the past couple of weeks about everything, everything happening in the world right now. My little empath heart was feeling heavy. There was a lot of emotions weighing down on me. And at first, I wasn't really able to define the emotions. I just felt really down and I would cry a lot and it didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, on the surface, I was fine. I'm healthy. I'm okay. I'm, I have the privilege of a safe place to quarantine and, and hunker down as all of this passes, but it was really overwhelming. And to be honest, the old me would have just smoked a joint or gotten real drunk, perhaps both, and just totally ignored it. Today's version of me knows better. And I decided instead to get curious and find healing through how I was feeling. I found great release in simply allowing myself to feel it all and let out a good cry. Because believe it or not, crying can actually be quite a high vibe activity if the energy behind it is purposeful is to just let it out, is to just feel into how I was feeling. So I was allowing all that, all of those feelings, all the emotions to be felt, even though I didn't quite understand them yet. After I let out a good cry, I sat in meditation to allow my mind to be quiet so I could better understand how I was feeling. As soon as I came out of that meditation, I journaled for a few minutes to get clear on what was going on in my mind and where was all this coming from. I just let my pen flow to explain why I was sad, what was making me feel so down with zero judgment. And at first, it was all about the state of the world. You know, I was really sad, clearly, from the suffering happening all across the globe. Then I asked myself to take that a little bit deeper and and ask what else was going on. So I continued this process for a couple of pages to dig deeper and cut through all of the layers of what I was feeling. Because as you dig through the layers of emotions, you can really get to the root of it all and see what it is that you need to heal or let go of. Here's what I discovered in the process. On the surface, I felt sadness. My heart was heavy. I was feeling really just upset because, because of all that was going on in the world. All the suffering, loss, and fear that was spreading daily just felt heavy. But as I dug deeper through the layers after finding stillness and clarity, I realized that at the root of it, what was actually going on was I was feeling grief. I was grieving for the way that I expected the months of March and April to go. I was grieving for the loss of events and festival work I had lined up. I was grieving all of the people and the events and festival families that I was going to be able to see. I was grieving a part of me that I had to just let go of because event life is canceled and Most importantly, I was grieving the fact that I was not going to see many of my family and friends for the foreseeable future. After identifying what I was actually feeling underneath all of those emotions and heaviness, I allowed myself to sit in those feelings for as long as I needed. I gave myself patience and compassion, releasing all judgment on what I should or shouldn't be feeling. Because you see, it's easy to feel, you know, judgment on myself for grieving something when when people have such bigger problems going on in the world. And I slowly asked myself, what was one thing I could do right in that moment to start feeling better? Not to mask the feelings or ignore them, but what could I start what could I do to start to pull out of this this deep sadness? I felt called to do a little bit of yoga, move my body, and take a shower. Then I ate some nourishing food and sat by the window, watched it snow. Slowly, I released the heavy emotions and started to move forward. 
And then of course, when the emotions returned a few days later, I simply repeated this process that I just explained to you. It took about a week or so of quite the roller coaster, but on the other side of that, I found steady ground. I recognized that these emotions and circumstances, they still exist, but they're not as heavy anymore because I got to the root of it and I started to, one, allow myself to feel it, but then to release it. So by feeling each of these things, processing it, getting clear on what was going on with me, and recognizing what was at the root of all of it, I remained in a high vibe state the whole time, even while feeling all of these things that are not exactly comfortable. So are you still with me? Okay, so if you are, I encourage you to try some of these things. Get curious about what you're feeling and learn from your emotions instead of masking or ignoring them or judging yourself for how you should or shouldn't feel simply because it's uncomfortable. That is where the true magic of growth lives. That is how you direct your vibe to a positive mindset, a healthy positive mindset. One that doesn't ignore the negative experiences of life and puts a facade on that it's good vibes only because that does not exist. So now that you have the awareness of toxic positivity and some techniques to work through your emotions within yourself as they come up, I want to share a few ways to reframe tough conversations you may be having with friends, family, or even yourself so that you can stop the spread of toxic positivity. All it takes is a few shifts in how your words are said to practice more empathy and compassion, and it's going to make a world of difference. So instead of telling a friend something like, well, you should always look on the bright side, practice saying, I know it's hard to see the good right now, but we'll make sense of it when we can. Instead of telling your loved one, oh, you'll get over it, practice saying, yes, it'll be difficult, but I believe in you and I'm here for you. Do you feel the difference in that? That's powerful. This one's important. Instead of responding to your friend's story with, oh, it could always be worse, practice saying, that really sucks. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Do you feel how that acknowledges what the person's going through instead of just completely writing it off and comparing it to a situation that per- could perhaps be worse? I am I am fully guilty of doing that one and it is a powerful, powerful reframe. This one, this next one, has been really important for me. Instead of saying failure is not an option to yourself, practice telling yourself that failure is a part of my growth, accepting that that's okay, letting it happen and learning from it. And finally, most importantly, let's replace the saying positive vibes only or good vibes only with a more empathetic response such as I'm here for you for both good and bad. It all exists, it is all valid, and it is all perfectly okay. Thank you for spending this time with me today. I hope you found this solo cast on toxic positivity to be helpful. Please share it with a friend, practice those reframes to show the people in your world more empathy and compassion, and tag me in your stories when you spread the good word. Stay healthy, keep your vibes high, and we'll talk soon.